Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, Lauren, and Danny. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Lisa. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. I'm Danny. And we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. I just need to switch it up. Yo, I thought you'd say, Welcome to the Sad Girls Club. Why did you think she was going to say that? No, that's what my brain said. The Podcast Club. Guys, I just want to say I went to the dentist this morning and I got a fake tooth in my mouth. How'd it go? Well, technically it's a crown, but it's still fake. (laughs) How'd it go? Why didn't you tell us this earlier? My two back teeth are fake. It's the back left. Whoa, they look good. Danny, I'm scared. Okay, this is the Cimarelli Podcast where we share juicy stories, we discuss our personal topics, and we get vulnerable and real with you guys and we keep it all real entertaining because we don't know how to be boring right ladies never heard, never of, it. Never heard of it don't know her. that never don't felt know. that i felt bored and watching sports games right. anyway we were talking about that before so every other episode is patreon only so if you want to see the next episode you got to go to patreon also they get all of these episodes on youtube a week early so they already saw this last week yeah i think you guys should get on yet? patreon it's a great place uh it's incredible. Everyone there is supporting us. We appreciate it so much. And there's so much more than the podcast on Patreon, but mm. the podcast is there, okay? It's, it's awesome. So, do you want know what we're going to talk about today? What are yeah, we talk you about? do. Today, the topic of conversation is more juicy stories from our secret LA life in the entertainment industry. <laughs> I love saying secret. Because it was a secret. It I was. Mean, hey, get over it. Uh, Nobody <laughs> knew. Get over it. Who do you think knew? No yeah, one. Tell me we you. did. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. Someone knows it's not a secret. <laughs> but we're starting with our spicy advice Q and A question. Singular. Q&A. One question. All right. So this question comes from one of our patrons because we only get our advice Q and As from Patreon. Uh, so if you want to be the next one, join our Patreon today. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So this is from Jade, our patron, and oh. she says. Advice on boys and being new to the dating world. And I want to say, we met Jade. She was at our Chicago show, and she's so cute. She's a teenager. I'm not sure what age, but probably in high school. Early high school, maybe. But yeah. So, great question. First of all, before a year ago, I never had a boyfriend. My dating life was very tumultuous. Mm. Every single time that I dated a guy, I still felt like I have no idea what I'm doing. Even when I got a boyfriend, I had no idea what I was doing. So, I really relate to this question. That's oh, good. I want to add too. to that and say, when I first um, started dating Max, which was a year and a half ago, um, I Googled, what does a girlfriend do <laughs> at the age of 25? And I dated a lot of boys, but I was like, what is a girlfriend? Right? I don't know. So anyway. But, that. okay, I'll start with a nice teen, teen perspective because I'm the resident young person here. <laughs> um, I guess I would just say, don't put all these expectations and pressure on yourself like Mm -hmm. oh it has to be like this or I have to be like this or he has to be like this like obviously you gotta have standards but I mean don't put all this stuff in your mind beforehand that freaks you out or makes you nervous or makes you change yourself or makes you really critical or whatever literally just relax and realize that especially if you're just getting into the dating world like you're fine you're chilling you're not marrying anyone you don't even have to date anyone officially you can literally just hang out with people mm-hmm. so just relax and know that Season. it's not some crazy thing that you have to commit to okay. yeah i remember 
when I, because I didn't really, I didn't really interact with boys until I was like 20 years old. So I was very embarrassed and scared and like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was always questioning myself (laughs) and it was really sad, but I realized you don't need to put all this pressure on yourself to please other people Mm. with your Mm. personality and your smile and how you look and all this stuff. You can't be like, okay, does he like me? Does he like me? It Mm. can't, you cannot be all about, does this person like me? Does this Mm -hmm. person like me? Does this person like me? Do you like them? Mm-hmm. Do you like what hanging I say out with them? Do you actually enjoy yeah. being around them? Do you feel good about yourself when you're around them? My biggest piece of advice, I think, is tune into yourself mm-hmm. and how you feel yes. around various people. And do you enjoy it? Do your values match up? Do you really? Would you be friends with this person? Because I think if you can't be friends with someone, if you don't have friend chemistry, you cannot date them. And I want to gr- say something mm-hmm. cynical. So someone could say something not cynical. Okay, I have one thing. Um, it's a little bit of a roast, but not really. It's not really a roast, actually. Um, here's what it is. Read the Boundaries in Dating book. Just read it before you date. Just do it. It's not a roast. It's, it's called Boundaries. And also, yeah. Like, say the name in the t- It's literally called Boundaries in Dating by, like, Townsend and Cloud. Yeah. It's so good, and it's, like, blowing my mind. And also, don't be too judgmental of people, okay? Give people a chance don't run away. One, I am dating. She's looking at the camera with the most judgmental <laughs> eyes. I felt judgmental. I know. I feel like you were judging me. Like, Every, oh everyone suffers from a sin. Mine is judgmentalness. Pride. Yes. I don't even know if that's pride. It's just like, yeah, it's I have a lot of judgment and I try. No, I don't really try, but I'm trying. I'm starting <laughs> to try to not be it. judgmental. Wow. It's hard. Cool. Good. You, good. But you mean it in a protective way. Yes. Yeah. She's trying to protect you. Does yes. anyone have anything lighthearted before I say um, something really cynical? Oh, no. I have something oh, deep. I have something so lighthearted, go. I guess. Oh. I can just say Oh, we got anything lighthearted? I thought of. Okay, I'll just say mine then. Okay, so be careful. Mm. Some okay, so there's plenty of guys that are just great guys, amazing. But we're talking about like teenage boys here. Oh, they're point. not. They don't all suck. I'm saying there's some great boys out there, but some there are few. some some horrible, horrible human beings out there in the form of teenage boys, and they want to hurt you really bad. Maybe they don't, but maybe they will. Mm. Be careful. I'm just. It just makes me scared because I've seen so many girls get like completely crushed. By guys who don't care about them at all. Like, they do not care. But the girl's like, oh, he likes me so... He does not like you. He just wants to use you. That's what scares me most. I'm like, please do not be blind and get yourself in a really bad situation because you're not opening your eyes and paying attention. Like, please pay attention and don't be like, oh, everything's good. So, you're probably already scared anyway. I think you were. But I need you to be you like, are, you are now. I need you to not not be scared. Like, there's there are things to be really scared of. Like, for real. I'm saying be cautious There and are careful. things to be very scared about. Yes. But there's also really, really good, nice, innocent boys who don't want to use you and just leave you and lie to you to get you to do things. There are great boys out there. But please, please be careful. I've just seen too many girls, too many friends I know, too many younger girls. I've just seen too many of them go through stuff like this. And sometimes it, it like, changes them Sometimes forever. Sometimes they don't change back because they can't yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really it can serious. destroy your self esteem. But there's also great, good, nice boys. But you gotta 
keep your eyes well, open. I guess the way that you do that is just go slow. That's literally all you yeah. have to do. Like that will tell you right away. There's a really, really, right really away. small percentage of absolute crazy people who are going to wait patience. a really long time and then ruin your life. Usually, it's right away. So if you see someone who's moving really fast, trying to pressure you, trying to speed mm. things along, mm. that's mm. probably a bad sign. It is yeah. a bad sign. So just go at your own pace. Go slower than you think. Actually, especially if you're new to the dating world, and you will like, exactly avoid what Christina's talking exactly. about. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. The easiest way. Easiest way. Just it does slow. talk about that in the boundaries book. Good, so. Amy. Yeah. And I want to say a quick thing on physical boundaries because I know it's something no one wants to talk about, but I'm just going to talk about it. I want to talk if anyone about is it. mad, then that, that's Why okay. Be mad? I don't really care. It's just She's my asking opinion. for advice. My opinion from my experience and from the experience of my friends is that it is best to do as little physically as possible, especially before marriage, honestly. I'm a big advocate of waiting till marriage, honestly. Um, that's just my opinion. It's okay if it offends anyone. Um, but just from a non-religious point of view, the more physical that you, um, the more of a physical element you add to a relationship, the more your brain becomes very clouded and it's mm. harder for you to make good decisions. From the hormones. So I would say just my big thing to you is, Figure out what your physical boundaries are, and I encourage you to make them as strong as you can because I, I really think it's going to serve you. It's going to make things a lot less confusing. True. And if a boy ever tries to pressure you to do anything, that is, not that okay. is a big red flag. Yeah. You Let me just tell you, you do not owe a boy anything. Mm. If, he yeah. not dinner, if he buys you dinner, you say thank not you. If he gives you anything. That's all you owe. If he buys you a car, you say thank you. <laughs> it doesn't matter what he, what he gives you. You do not owe mm. him anything. No. If a boy no. tries to manipulate you or guilt you into no. getting him... Your body is worth more than anything, and there's nothing he can do. He can't do buy to, it for twenty dollars. He can't earn yeah. your body, even if he loves Let's you go. and says, "I love you," and says, mm-hmm. "I'm going to marry you." No, no, no. Boys are, you know, not all, but a lot of boys are very manipulative. You've got to be careful. Just tr- trust your own instincts, respect your own boundaries, and know what you want, and express it clearly as early on as possible. Tell the boy as early on, "I am not doing this. I am not doing this. It's not changing." Yeah. That's what I would do, and it just. A lot of boys were like, okay, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to do that. And they would just kind of, you know, not talk to me anymore. Good. They told me what they wanted very early. I didn't waste my time with them. Mm-hmm. So just be clear about your boundaries and don't give in because you deserve to not do that. Yeah. yeah. I guess I could say one nice thing. I can think of a good thing. As a married woman, I could say <laughs> if you are dating and you're like, oh, I eventually want to get married. That's why I'm meeting people. Not just because it's fun and I'm never going to marry anyone. Um, what you're, well, what I was looking for to say, I was looking for a life partner, someone, a man who's going to be the teammate for me for the rest of my life. Who's going to be building me up and respecting me mm. and see me at my worst, my ugliest, as far as your insides go, I guess your outsides too, but he doesn't, he's blind. He doesn't care about that, <laughs> but wait, your husband is blind. He doesn't notice when I look like a, trash. I crawl up a trash can. He doesn't notice. He's like, Good. Oh, my gosh. But <laughs> anyway, I'm saying they're going to see you at your very freaking worst. So this better be a good, good person who's mm. really going to be there for you to love you and support you. Mm. And you're going to be on the same page about the important things. And you're going to be able to – you're going to have to go through a lot. I mean, it's only been six months being married, and there's still already a lot to go through of, like, mm-hmm. coming to uh, – getting to on the same page together. So mm. you, you really want to get to know them. I mean, there's a lot of things I didn't learn about him until we got married because he didn't feel comfortable – Enough to let his personality really out Aww. until like eight years so you later. Put the ring on it. He's like, You're then he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm safe now. I can show you this thing. I'm like, what? You never had that side of your personality before. So, <laughs> so saying- even when we got engaged, there were things he didn't show me. So I'm saying, like, you don't think like, oh, I know everything about this person. We've been dating for three months. Don't don't think that. 
things will mm-hmm. things will come out because you know? they probably don't even know themselves especially yeah. if you're a teenager it t- takes oh, a long so just, time just get to know take them. it slow just okay have fun. take it slow i got one thing to add because then we'll go to the next one just take the pressure off of yourself Relax. and them that's all oh and i want to say one more quick thing is that you're going to get hurt you can't avoid that it. That is a good one. So even though it's scary and you don't want to put yourself in a dumb situation, you're going to get hurt. So there's actually no point in being scared of getting hurt. Just be it's smart, just but don't be scared. Just be smart. You can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're don't, made to be able to handle it. Don't worry this. or try to not get hurt because right. it's not going to do anything. Yeah, and you're going to hurt others as much as yeah, they hurt you. And that is okay. And that's okay. okay. Yeah, it's kind of sad because I should be like, oh, it's going to be perfect, blah, blah, blah. But it it's like, sucks. This is going to be, oh, <laughs> no, this is going to have ups and downs just like it life. It does until it okay. doesn't suck anymore. That is okay. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you don't let it wreck you. Yeah. Don't let anyone if fool you, you into thinking your teenage years are the best years of your life. They're the worst years of your life. Okay. Okay, it's just Danny. a fact. Oh, okay. It's okay, I don't know about that. Right. They are. I think my 20s Mine are worse. pretty fun. Okay. Let's get into the juicy topic. Mm-hmm. So, our secret LA life. We already made a video on this on our YouTube channel. Obviously, you guys know that. We're now think. expanding on that video. So I have a list of like other stuff. We have so many things. But I, I was editing things. it and I was like, oh my gosh, we forgot to say this. Oh, dang it, we forgot to say that. And we all kept remembering things after. So now we're going to say all the things that we remembered that we didn't say in that video. So I want to do just a quick intro for any of the readers who don't know. Maybe you're a new reader. I don't know. We are a band of sisters who sing. So we got signed to a record label, Universal, and we moved to LA in 2015. No, and we 2010. Had, sorry, 2010. Sorry. <laughs> we moved out of LA in 2015. But. We moved there, and we had a lot of crazy, insane things that we did not think were ever going to happen to us. Happened to us, so we're going to talk about them. Yeah, we didn't tell anyone because it was weird to talk about it. Okay, so we're sharing it now. Okay, so this is just a random experience. I'm not going to say the guy's name, even though I wanted to say his name, but everyone voted me down on that. (laughs) So this producer, who's done like some songs that people would know, right? I don't know what songs. Not that many. He worked. Okay, let's say he worked with a bunch of people you know, but not necessarily had their best songs. Wonder why. So he, this was our worst recording studio experience of the entire five years, probably. Oh my gosh, it was traumatic. So what? What happened? Okay, well first he was freaking rude. I remember was you be recording, and if you like mess up the first word, usually someone will let you keep going and finish the line because you might get the rest of the line good, and they can use that. So you'd be like, and he's like, nope, do it again, and then you would do it. No, you do it wrong. You go, no, no. So it kind of like wears you down. So like. Oh crap! I keep messing up. And he's like, no, 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 a yeah. million times, no, no, no. Which he was, was like good. a robot that kept glitching. I think that's like, where it no, started. No. He was trying to roast all of us. He basically. told me that I sounded like an old man. <laughs> and then I, I, when he wasn't looking, his like chair was turned to me. I sat on the carpet and started crying. Didn't everyone like, cry? Uh, I had to go home and write a letter to him, and I was like, dear Bob, Mike. it's not his name. <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> it was yeah, so traumatic. It, was it made me feel so bad about my voice. What a brat. That was, I don't even remember. He said multiple things, but that was the one that stuck out to me. But he just kept criticizing my voice and being like, nope, nope, wrong, wrong, wrong. And he kept like turning it off in the middle. I was like, ah, Did, did all of us cry? Probably. I, I blocked it out. Cried. I don't remember. I that think was really I was hard. a little too young for I was him really to young. insult. Yeah. I was probably I like wasn't. So I, I, I don't think he cried. insulted me, but the whole like no 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 thing really hard. wore me down to where I almost yeah. cried. I he was really freaking rude, like thing. really rude. No one is that rude. In all the sessions we went to, they're always really nice. Like oh my gosh, girls are so musical, blah blah blah. He was just like, and he was really like a button pusher, and he thought that he, that it was funny where he'd be like ha ha and like loved the thing, yeah. but it was yeah. not the right time. It was not the right atmosphere for mm-hmm. that. And he was like, TBH. I think that I was a. Uh, 
stone faced. I don't know what you call it, but I think I was. Uh, I think I was very used to people being mean to me as a child. So uh-huh. I think I remember him like doing the same thing to me. But I was like ten. But I didn't cry. He's like, I've always been bullied. I never cried as a child. Okay, so the point of that story was it was, he was a freaking a rude guy. It wasn't just like this brat. fun experience. This guy is roasting us, and he's this old freaking man roasting uh, a bunch of young girls. Oh, I googled it, and he hasn't really done anything since like 2005. But he worked at JoJo. So that's his thing. Yeah. So anyway. And other people. That was sad, but no, I wish him well, honestly. No hard feelings. That's good. Okay. I hope he falls in the toilet. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he probably, everyone has at some point. I definitely have. I don't think yeah. I have. I sat oh. down when the seat was okay. up. Yeah. And I, like, you know, I totally done that before. I was wearing my jeans. I was just going to sit on the no, toilet. No, I've done that and, and I just sat. What the heck? I know, I went like, in it. I, I hit like, the wrong angle. That's amazing. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Next. I forgot to say this in our video. Just I thought this was very interesting. And a lot of you already know this, so this is not a secret. But I just want to say it. Um, I take credit. I can't take credit because Simon Cowell did, but I think, like to think that I discovered Camila Cabello before mm. she was in Fifth Harmony, before she ever auditioned for X Factor. It was a whole year before. And she did a cover of like Skyscraper. And I always loved searching for covers and looking at different Random vocalists people. and I was like ooh who did the high note or like who did it really well because it's just fun and I like I love hearing new talents and <laughs> searching around and she didn't even do the whole thing so I was like oh she didn't do the high note but it didn't even matter because right away I was like whoa this girl's really really good oh my gosh and all her like riffs and stuff were so good she was so little and I remember in the description it was like I'm so sorry I look so ugly or whatever please oh. ignore this and I was like what the heck and I messaged her and I was like hey your cover is so good like your voice is amazing don't stop singing but ugly. also please never call yourself ugly again because that's so sad and you're a beautiful young girl and beautiful you don't need to talk about yourself that way and she replied she's like oh my gosh I'm freaking out I love your videos thank you so much for messaging me so this is so nice. cool and I remember I tweeted her video and then in her video description it still says by the way, huge thank you to Lisa Cimarelli who tweeted this. <laughs> so you're welcome, Camila. Glad I could bring you right to the top and not Simon. <laughs> Let's just pretend like I am Simon Cal. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is not related, but I started following Ariana Grande when she had 6,000 followers on that Twitter. That is iconic. Okay, so. Our old manager. Oh, yeah. So why don't you guys talk about how she, like, discovered you and messaged you? Okay. Oh, yeah. I can tell the story yeah, because it was me once again. Okay. Our old manager's <laughs> yeah. name is Sarah Stennett. Let me just tell you, she is a savage. She's, She's girl legend. Pa- the, yes. You look in the dictionary at girl power and the definition, and that's just a picture of Sarah Stennett. True. She's a savage. Um, when she discovered us, she was already managing Jesse J and Ellie Golding, who were not um, like Super launched yet. yet. They were just coming out. And... We uploaded Pride USA, and I, of course, the social media maven, <laughs> I was checking all of our YouTube messages as they were coming in, and her daughter, Rose Dennett, messaged our channel and was like, oh my gosh, my mom's a manager from London. She works with Jay-Z. Um, she, I want to show her your videos, blah, blah, blah. And then we were like, what? Oh my gosh, there's a manager. And mind you, this could have easily been a scam. Could have been an old for man. for some reason, I just felt like it was real. And she and I was like, sure, call my mom. And I gave her my mom's <laughs> phone number from the UK, which is a very expensive phone call. Oh my god! And she called her mom's like, hello, it's Sarah Stinnett. And her <laughs> That's crazy how she accent. Yeah, she's from Liverpool, um, if any of you guys are yeah, from there. I love her voice. Um, And she called her mom and then flew out and met us, blah, blah, but. Anyway, she managed us for, like, a few years and got us our original record deals. Yeah. So she managed, she, up until recently, she managed Zayn Malik. As soon as he left One Direction, she scooped him up, of course. <laughs> she manages Rita Ora, um, 
the Sugar Babes. I remember at the time. Who Lil Uzi. <laughs> so apparently, she now works with Lil Uzi Vert. A lot of rappers. Lil, and she worked with Lil Peep. Madison Beer. Madison Beer. There's Wait, who? People. I'm forgetting the big. Didn't. Oh, never mind. Not Ed Sheeran. That wasn't. No. There's, There's a lot a few of UK people. Really big ones, but um, yeah, she works with basically everyone from the UK and even not from the UK, and she is a savage, mm. a savage. Mm. And, and she would show knew. us like Jesse J's songs or like Ellie Goulding's songs before they were out. She so. showed us lights, and I was yeah. like, eh, not that good. And now, <laughs> and, and then later, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't that dumb? I was like, eh. Yeah. Oh, and um. She oh Iggy Azalea. That's uh, what I forgot. Yeah. In yeah. Iggy Azalea's song, she says, "Turn first was the light right in front of me." And her company used to be called Turn First, and we were with Turn First. Was the light? Yeah. <laughs> Turn That's first. Good. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Then let's go into the Invisible Men. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's um, just super weird that we worked with. Um, her husband was in like a producing trio. Trio. Please do it. That means they produce the song. Is it still like the same make the music? instrumental. Yeah. yeah, it's still them. And like write and stuff. And uh, they weren't like super big at that point. I think they were like, they bigger were just in the UK when we were working mm-hmm. with them. And then, so they did our song. They did. What you think about us oh, and the way we live? They and did our America. America. On our no, they didn't. Do yes. No, they didn't do that. No, they didn't do Made in America. Yes, Wait, they did. I yes, swear they, they did. did. Wait, Guys, they did Made in America. Yes. Are you they sure? did. Yes, they did. Because we heard it. We're like, this is the Invisible Men. They did Made in America with three other people. It was them and, a, oh. and other people. It was six okay. Managers. I didn't know that. Cool. Yes. I don't know if they did that, but we could look up. Apparently, they did. They did our. What was the EP? Because that's Sim- why Sim- Sim- no, it was no, the no. Made in America EP. Yes. But before Sim- that, Sim- before they did that, our very first writing sessions were with them, but they weren't at where they were yeah. later. But now, so they, the song. What did they end up doing later? Well, they did now, Fancy by Iggy Azalea. They did Fancy. They did Black so Widow by Iggy Azalea. They, they did, did like every oh Iggy gosh, Azalea so rap. Songs. Else? And then they do that. like, they wrote like every single one of Lil Peep's songs. I just so random because they wrote all these songs for us that were like, these like yeah. kid bops, yeah. and like they're now they're writing little peep songs. Yeah, but well, so that was like a big guy. interesting. That was our manager's husband. Mm-hmm. And then, oh yeah, I guess going along with that is the Ellie Golding thing. We went to her oh, video. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. when For we anything were, can happen because she was filming in Near Malibu, like twenty minutes from our house, and her our manager, manager yeah, was, was in like, town, and she oh, was like, "Oh, come to the video on the shoot, beach. come." So we were on the set for that one. So if you watch the video, you'll see us. We're our ghost. We're off there where you can't see us we're off camera our energy is nice yeah she's she's awesome um someone else that we were going to work with but we didn't end up working with who you guys also don't know about is julian bonetta which is a lot of you actually probably do know who he is well yeah because he literally did like every one direction song on earth oh like the new the last like three albums we were like so he was like my dream producer to work with so we like met with him we were gonna do a song with him but then it didn't end up working out but we were going to do that. And then when we went to meet with him, then I remember we were walking in the studio and then Fifth Harmony was like they ending a session we or something. Leaving. Oh, they were getting there when we were yeah. leaving. But yeah, we sat next to Halsey for an entire five seconds of summer concert for like two hours. It was before she was a thing. So I didn't really know who she was. But And I was up in the literal top of the arena. It's cool. And then I ran down and I got, I stole seats. Wait, like, why did you have such a bad seat when they had good seats? Because it was different. I don't remember. Yeah. All right. Wow. I don't know why I'm putting this in there because it's really short. But if you saw the other video, you remember that um, the LA Stories video thing that we did, whatever, before? You remember that um, Pink glare? This is called A Series of Celebrities Who Glared at Christina. She glared at me in the grocery store when I saw her, whatever. Oh. So, same thing happened with Will I Am. Um, at we were at a meeting at like Capitol Records, I think. Oh, Interscope, Interscope, yeah. Yeah. yeah, at Interscope, and I was sitting in the elevator, and then he walked by the elevator, and I was like, and then he was like, <laughs> he, he glared, glared at, at me and walked by, and I was like, oh, Will I am just glared at me. <laughs> so it's pretty cool experience. 
that I wanted to put out there. Cool. Okay, so this is kind of, this is actually really creepy. So, we were at Digifest. Oh, this <gasps> is dark. Yeah, this is creepy. So, we are at Digifest. You know, there's tons of um, influencers. You guys 100% know who this one is. I would like, say probably our entire say one of the biggest viners that there was at the time. Okay, it's not mm-hmm. who you think. Well, there's yeah. like 10 options if you say that. Well, okay, it's a viner like that's options. associated a lot. with other people. And okay, that, that makes you make think sense. of a million people, which associated is a good Associated with other people. <gasps> yes. That Aren't we all? No, okay. It was just a solo viner. Okay, we're... Okay, so this dude... What? You get what you get. Um, who cares if they know it's him? This dude, everyone's like, oh my gosh, he's so attractive. Oh my gosh, I love him. Marry me, blah, 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 whatever. Everyone's in love with him, blah, 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 whatever. So he was next to the room that I was in, in the hotel that we were staying in. I don't remember who was in my room, but no one was up there with me for some reason. Everyone was downstairs. You guys were like having... Chatting. Oh, you were chatting with the other guys. And I was in my room chilling. So I'm in my room chilling, and then I hear this, like, yelling, and I was, like, really freaked out. So I heard all this yelling, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like this guy – I heard a guy yelling, like, really violent violent yelling, and I was like, I feel like this guy's about to, like, hurt or kill someone. That's literally what I thought. I was like, someone's about to get really hurt. Oh, my gosh, I need to see what's happening. So I thought that someone was, like, in danger of being hurt. So I went out, I opened my door, and I looked out there, and I saw this minor dude, and I was like – Wait, like with his door open? Yeah, I don't know why. Don't he was he like was walking drunk. in the. Oh yeah, he was just yeah. wandering around oh. the hallway and coming back in the room and out of the oh room. I don't know why he was doing that. Um, maybe he was leaving the room or something. I don't remember what. So he was like wandering around on the phone and he was yelling, um, like really violently, like horrible, terrible, degrading things to this woman. Right. So I'm like, oh my gosh, is that like his girlfriend or something who he's just like verbally abusing right now? And he's like, you beep beep piece of trash. Blah, blah, blah. And then I hear mom, blah, 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 blah. And it was his mom. And I was just like, oh, so sad. he's like violently yelling and degrading and his mother. like insulting his own mother. And then he goes on stage and everyone's like, oh, you're Jamie. so great. Boys blah, blah, blah. Oh and I was just like, wow. Yeah, really I can't believe that's that dude. I was like so freaked out because it sounded so, so violent. So I ran back well, in. No, I can't say that's too specific, but yeah. I ran back in and shut the door. Oh, didn't weird stuff come out about him? Yep. What? Yeah, A lot of them well, had weird yeah. stuff come out about them. I didn't what? know that. I don't think there's any <laughs> reason to protect. We are protecting his identity, but I don't think we should because that was really freaking rude. And I don't think anyone should look up to someone like that mm. and they should know that's the truth. Scary. But nobody agrees with me, so that's what I'm going to say. If you figure out who it is, good for you. Good for you. But you won't know because I won't confirm it. So, mm, sucks. So, that was really freaking weird. There's probably a lot of stuff like that. Oh, you also. <laughs> when you yelled at Nash Green Cameron Dallas for yelling oh, in the yeah. hallway. That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a different story. I, I was up, trying though, to sleep. Because I was going to bed in a different room, and I it's like this this hotel with really thin walls and modern architecture. And I was laying in bed, and I hear all these people just running through the hallways like, like ah! a bunch of 10 year olds. At like 2 a.m. Screaming in the middle of the night. And we have a show tomorrow because we have to perform at the convention. And then Christina oh. to the rescue. I just yelled at him the next day. What did you say? Oh, I, I thought it was, I was in like, the night. You were screaming when I was trying to sleep. Blah, blah. He's like, what? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was like, yes, you were. I heard you in the hallway. So I heard them saying their names. And he was just like, I don't remember what happened. He was like, ah, sorry. <laughs> but it was funny because everyone was oh, laughing at it. his dad apologize later or something? Like, I don't I'm even sorry. remember. I think I didn't care enough to remember. <laughs> okay. Next one. Um, we auditioned at one of the... 
or the largest, I guess. Child's Television Network. Children's. Child. We're not going to say what it is. <laughs> we're not going to say the name, but you can sure you But can you guess. know. You can so we were like you. so excited. DLC? Like, this <gasps> is our dream. This is our dream. And we went there and I was like walking. I remember this. I don't know if you remember, but I was walking through the building and I was like getting some weird vibes. And oh I was like, God, this place is kind of weird. Like, this is kind of freaking weird. Then we met with all these casting directors and like music type of people. And the and, label side of it too. Yeah, lots of different people. And it was, they, they were all kind of weird. They were like. They were very Hello? stiff and cold. Yeah, very like, strange vibe. Not this like nice, fun, you think, positive like, vibe. Oh, a kids network! Like they're so fun and kid friendly. And the but other they were labels, like, people are like, "Oh my gosh, we love your group!" And they're super nice and excited. Yeah, they're just like yeah. these people look like their entire family had just died. Like, yeah, like, it was weird. We sang for them. They talked to us. It was very strange vibe. And then we left, and I was just like, "I don't want to even work there. I don't even want to be there." Even though it was like my dream before, mm. and it was just a strange thing because you would think like this kids' positive, happy, fun, whatever network is this great place, but it was not. Mm. It was really it weird. There was just weird stuff, just weird vibes Let's when you go in somewhere. Stars lose their minds later in life. Yeah, it was really weird. Wow. You know, going behind the well, scenes. Is gonna say how they told us to pick a lead singer? Hey. It was a guy at Beep Network. <laughs> I don't think he was. He was though. like, yes. "You'll never be successful." Oh. He's like, "We have this other band, and they have a lead singer, blah blah." blah. But that band didn't end up going no, anywhere. That's my point. They didn't even su- succeed. And they're like, "If you want to succeed, you need to be like ABC." No, he sat us down. Like, he's like, "You know, Matchbox 20? I'm like, who even is that? He's like, like, we're not 80 years old. Who do you know from that? And I was like, I don't know anyone. And he was like, Rob Thomas. Everyone just remembers the lead singer. I was like, that's supposed to motivate us? You all will be forgotten, except for whoever we choose. We're like, wow, you got us. I think he was trying to... Uh, a lot, what a lot of people did that we met with um, in different ways or worked with was they try to, like, make you feel insecure so that you'll do what they say. Yeah, so so manipulative. Yeah, like, make you feel like you're just some... Um, Worthless little girls. You don't know what you're doing. I've sold a hundred million records. They say weird stuff like like they literally say that stuff. So they try to like cut you down so that you yeah. feel like you need them and you'll do whatever they say. Jokes mm-hmm. on you. Creepy. That happened to us so many times. Different people in the industry trying to knock us down. You know, well, they just be what? like, "Well, you should do this because this is basically the only way you're going to ever make it in the industry." But it's your choice. If I was you like, do I this that or desperate. not. It's like, like I just okay. guys. I just want to say a fun tidbit that isn't a secret, but just a fun fact about me is that. A lot of times we went to these meetings, like if we worked with someone for a long time, oh, did and it was like an old man <laughs> who was very then, powerful, who's very powerful, in the and like had a lot like of 13, 14, yeah, even younger than that. Well, I would always roast them, it was always. so funny. <laughs> Do you remember anything like, you said? Something about being bald. I would always talk about how one of them was bald and like old, and like I was always <laughs> oh, just roasting these old oh, men. Who was that? You know, old man, there was a bald guy who had like a beard, and you're like, you're oh, like, yeah. oh, I said, um, <laughs> it looked this. There was a guy, a like really. Like what do you what's the word powerful, powerful executive successful. and he ha- he was bald but he had a beard so I was like it looks like you took your hair and put it on your chin <laughs> <laughs> and he was like and they would always be like what they is weren't even offended they, were they like, weren't even but a lot like of them thought it was funny but it was funny that was just a fun tidbit about me <laughs> I love that you're like you don't scare me oh <laughs> I Literally. can tell another one quick after that um my brother called this me this is a great in Malibu. And our brother was a big liar when he was a kid, so it's hard to believe him. But when he got older, he stopped lying, so I was in this in-between period where I couldn't tell if he was telling the truth. So he was like, he calls me, he's like, Lisa, 
Harry Styles and Zayn Malik are at karaoke right now. And there were celebrities that went there, but I was like... Wait, wait, can you explain what karaoke is? Oh, it's karaoke. Well, They're no, at karaoke. like a place that was it's like 20 minutes away that you went to. Like, Whatever. It was a place karaoke. karaoke. And then... Yeah. It was karaoke. And then um, I was like, um, do you even know what they look like? I don't really trust your source on this. He's like, no, they're here. Everyone's freaking out. They have security and blah, blah. And I was like... Okay, and I was like, well, okay, I don't want to risk it, because what if they are? So I threw on some makeup, ran out the door. I got there like 30 minutes later, because it was like 20 minutes away. But I get there, and he's like, okay, they're in the side room right there, but you can't go in. And I was like, okay, great. When I like going to karaoke anyway, so I was like, okay, whatever, fine, this is fun, I'm just going to hang out. And I'm like trying to look, and I don't see anything, and he's like, yeah, there's a security guard right there. And I was like, okay, I guess. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom, because nothing's happened, and it's been like 20 minutes, so I go to the bathroom. And he's like, they left while you were in the bathroom. And I was like, this is such a prank. And then he's like, no, look outside. And I run outside into the parking lot, and in a black Range Rover, backing up, is Zane was driving, and Harry was in the front seat, I think. And they were backing out. I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Oh, but I But I had to look, and I just went, Oh, so I just sat there and I watched them back out. I was like, I can't believe he was telling me the truth this whole time. Wow. I was shook to the core. Probably the most shocking experience of my life, to be honest, because I really thought he was lying. And yeah, because he would say that he saw Harry Styles around all yeah. the time. Yeah, and, and I was like, like really? Because really? it's just too hard to believe. But he did. <laughs> yeah, he because did. he actually went to he, those places yeah. in Malibu all yeah. the time. Well, it makes sense because one of the writers they worked with lived in Malibu. Julian yeah. Panetta. <laughs> so, of course, they would be in Malibu yeah. writing all the time. Well, and people just liked Malibu a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, Wild nice. times. Like, Teen Choice Awards experience <laughs> that one year. So, one? we went to the Teen Choice Awards like a bunch of times, Many whatever. Times. They nominated us like every freaking year. Six we times. Went, we only went twice. Yeah. The other time, oh, the second time we went, um, we were sitting in the midst of all the dance moms, like, cast, Kids. basically. All of them, they were like, oh, my God. We love Cimarelli. La, la, la. Whatever. And then yeah. I was sitting next to Wow from Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, and she was, like, making comments to me, like, during it, whatever. We were like, oh, okay. I was like, this is kind of weird. And then... <laughs> One Direction was like right, like couple rows Wait, yeah. right in front of Ed us. Sheeran? Yeah. Yes, oh I I remember looking down a few rows <gasps> below us and I saw the back of Ed Sheeran's head. And, and I am the style. biggest Ed Sheeran fan. I was like, <gasps> and I saw Taylor Swift sitting next oh to him. I was gosh. like, <gasps> that was like the closest I'd been to someone that I actually like really loved their music. Because yeah, Kat like, doesn't care about celebrities. Most celebrities, I was like, I don't give a rip. I don't care about <laughs> like your career. I don't follow it. I but don't care. Ed Sheeran. Love. I don't actually love. think I was freaking out that much. Even I though was like, this is cool. Shocked. I thought it was so cool. Oh, I feel like I was getting used to that kind of weird stuff all the time, and I was just like, mm. well, because at the freaking Teen Choice Awards, especially, like you look everywhere yeah. you. There are celebrities everywhere. everywhere next so to you. It just kind of is like, oh, okay. Yeah, and um, at that one, I ran into the girl that I used to be friends with, and it was oh. so awkward. Who <sighs> was, was a celebrity? Bad. If you didn't see our other oh, LA video, yeah. it's like, how are you? I was like, she's like. Hanging on. Um, Laura wants to say what it's like to be on a red carpet. Okay. Well, because I feel like people don't know. Like, go ahead. It's really. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> I don't know how to explain scary. it. Overwhelming it's scary, though, because it's like everyone's yelling. There's so many All yells over here. Over here. Over here. Over here. To your right. To your right. You're like. You would to, go left to right. Yeah, you have to go start. We that all. Way. Wait, guys, try it. Ready? This is what we would do. If that's the camera, we'd all be like, okay, guys, one. We start. We start left and go right. One, two, three. 
I don't know if I did it right. <laughs> and you I can't slowly tell. turn your head. <laughs> yes. And you try to be at the same time so yeah. you don't look at the same camera. Wild. And it's like there's all these celebs like, like doing in front interviews of you, and like behind you. Yeah, like everywhere. trying to say hi, but you're not trying to barge in, but you really want that but picture. But you really want to talk to One Direction. Oh my God. <laughs> we went to the Justin Bieber premiere. That was um, our first movie. wasn't that our first red carpet? Yeah. Lauren it was, was and we got tickets that morning. We were yeah. so excited. It was scary. That was yeah. I was, like, I was the terrified. And there were all these fans yelling, Cimarelli, Cimarelli, as we were like walking yeah. like over to where the carpet was, that they were like standing mm. on these like side things. We were like, kind of scared. It was kind of scared. I wasn't scared of that. I was like, this is my moment. Freaked me Justin Bieber's here. <laughs> I was scared. I was like, is my outfit good <laughs> enough? Uh-huh. There was like so many celebrities at the Justin Bieber premiere. And I remember I saw um, Miley Cyrus. I was like, <gasps> oh, I didn't see her. I, I saw Jane her. Lynch. And she was right next to me walking to get our seats. And I was like, oh. <gasps> This is what I said. Oh my gosh, you're you. That's what I said. You're you. And she said, I'm me. And I was like, ah, uh, iconic. I love you on Glee. And then I was like, okay, bye. That was okay. iconic. You're you. Yeah, I ran away because I was like, that was weird. Why did I say that? It's weird though because there's like actual celebrities being actual celebrities, and then there's like wannabe celebrities who are pretending to be actual celebrities. Oh yeah. And you're kind of like, that's the whole thing. You see which someone one is like, which? They're like, oh, I'm so you see cold. someone like walking down the red carpet who's like. Like you don't know who it is. It's not like a really popular like, celebrity. Are they like a big celebrity, but they like really no. look like it because they're like glaring they're at everyone and they're like it's really like their dressed uncle up. is in the industry and got them a ticket. Or I something. don't know, yeah. but it's crazy. It's like a lot of people. It's weird actually. though being at events like that because you really feel like the objectification of everyone. Yeah. Consumerism. Like how everyone is just like a product, and it's like oh they have like their hair and their outfit and everything's perfect, and like people are like oh looking for celebrities. It's like you're not really thinking of them as like oh a person. It's like oh an opportunity opportunity to like take a picture or like meet them or this or that so it's a weird place to be I I feel like like it I feel like I used to go selfie hunting at those a lot but then later at the end of it and at the end of the night I'll be like yeah it's weird because like I just met this person but I didn't meet them at all I ran up and took a picture and like asked for one second like that neither of us is going to like really remember each other as a human, you know. It's just very weird. Yeah. One time, Lisa and I were at the Kids' Choice Awards, and we saw this guy who was in a web series that we loved, and he used to be on Nickelodeon. And no, it wasn't really an iconic thing, but we both oh. saw him. We flipped out. Wow, we flipped out, and we yelled one of his iconic lines at him from that show. <laughs> he did show. not know what you were talking about. He did about. not know what we were talking about, but it was so funny. Lines. It was great. All right, yeah. so. We have a lot more of that. I think we're going to do a video or something on the music industry stuff because there's yeah. a lot more music industry stuff. But I thought you guys would think that's interesting since most of you, all of you maybe have never experienced anything like that. <sighs> kind of made me tired talking about it because I'm like... I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it makes me so happy. I feel I don't, weird. So glad I don't live there anymore. It feels like a ghost. Yeah, I feel weird. That was a sad like time. Me then was a ghost. Sad yeah, time. it was a hard thing. I don't know if you guys realize like, oh, that sounds so fun, blah, blah, whatever, but... Well, not, not the guy, not the guy roasting us when we're recording, but it, it just feels weird. You start thinking about yourself in a different way, like you are an object and you yeah. need to sell yourself. How can I sell myself the best? Um, how can I stay relevant and gain Who's more above me right now? Yeah, Who's past gain me? more wealth, more power, higher numbers, blah blah blah. And it's really scary. Never it's a scary mindset, and I I don't think I really met anyone where I'm like, wow, they are thriving. Everyone I met, I was like, this is really depressing. Oh, this is really God. depressing. Like, yeah. Basically, everyone, I, I didn't see anywhere. I'm like, I want to be like them. Like, I want my life to be like theirs. So it's a really tough thing. But, whew, just going to yeah. shake it off. Shake it off. And we're going to go to off. Sister Spotlight. Ooh. So this week's Sister Spotlight is... Ding! 
like oh, current crisis. Woo! Hello, everybody. Yeah, one of my favorites. This is um, called Wrong Name on Official Documents. Okay. The title of this crisis. So I don't know what it is about me, but official documents love to spell my name wrong. Basically, like when I got my first bank account, as you do, you get a bank account. I get my first debit card. It says Amy E. Morelli. M-O-R-E-L-L-I. Don't know what that means. Don't know who she is. It's not me. So then I had to call the bank and be like, dude, you need to change my name on my card and stuff. Little did I know they did not change my name on my account fully. Oh. So when they did that, that gave a wrong, um, like a name to my credit Report. Report. It's like, it was another, like, alias, like, person. Like, another person. Yeah. So when I went to get a freaking credit card at the age of 18, I couldn't get one because my credit was 550. (laughs) Why in the world would I have 550 credit if I had never had a credit card? your alias had a credit card? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know why it happened. Amy Morelli had really bad credit. I had no clue. So then I had to call... Equifax? I don't know. Experian, whoever they are. I had to call them. I had to be like, get my name off this, blah, 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 blah. So I got it off, and I had to get a sinner card, as I called it, which <laughs> means that they can't quite trust you to pay it back, so you can only have, like, a little bit of a limit or something. Like, you can send $5. Like, $1. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, literally, like, a few hundred dollars until I, like, yeah. paid it off, even though I have great credit, okay? Anyway, yes. so that was just wild, because I had to call these people and be like, this is not my name. But then... <laughs> <laughs> a similar thing happened again. Grew up, you know, got a driver's license. The name was right on that. Moved states. And then somehow I got my name spelled wrong on my driver's license. Oh. They Wait, missed- did you like write it wrong on your form or something? You write Do it down. Do I look like I was at the DMV? I, I just went and got my new license. You write it down. But I don't they have surprised. to like look it up too though? Like, come on. Who people. are they gonna look up in the national database? Of Maybe people? they do. I don't know. I'm not part of the DMV. I don't Amy, work there. This is not surprising. I am at all. humble yeah. enough to admit I don't work there. Okay. Amy's segment. Yes. Go. So anyway, I'm humble enough to admit I don't work at the DMV. Don't know how this happened. Probably wasn't my fault. Anyway. <laughs> so then. <laughs> so then and they have you check it after they do it they have you look at it and say they say it's all this information Listen, correct Amy said yes Amy I think this was after the day we were there for six hours and I was like I need to get out of here I don't really care like, I and don't care how my name is okay guys basically they met, they left out one L it's not that easy to catch that honestly yeah. like Cimarelli like two L's and an I it's not that like if it's not there, it's not that intense, you know? It's not like it's missing the first two letters. So then, honey, aka me, goes to the airport to fly the first time. And they're like, oh, actually, like, your name is spelled wrong and your license. And I was like, you got to go fix You should, like, get work on that. And I was like, okay, whatever. But, like, so I didn't. I, it was that I had the paper license. But I didn't think of it. I just forgot. So then. Oh, and I've got. That was the first strike. Girl. Yeah, I got a speeding ticket. They wrote my name wrong on that. But oh. anyway, so then <laughs> I go to the Nashville airport to go somewhere. Don't remember where. And I go to the line. It's about 5 in the morning. And <laughs> my brother just dropped us off. I go to the security line. I'm getting there. I'm, like, going. It's really early. They look at my ticket with my license. Mind you, I've flown a plentiful amount of times before that. And the lady goes, oh, sorry, your name doesn't match the, like, name of your ticket doesn't match the name of your license. You should go get your ticket fixed. I'm like, 
okay, I can't tell the people at the counter, yo, my license name is actually just spelled wrong, so just, you know, change the ticket <laughs> to do that. That would not work. And I was like, okay, I don't want to have my brother come back here and give me my passport because I don't want to miss my flight or whatever. So... <laughs> I feel like such a bad person, but I'm not. Um, I go through the line, and I was like, you know what? I've been watching a lot of this TV show. It's all about um, how this guy is um, a neuroscientist, and he uses like that to kind of solve crimes. It just put my brain in a different space. So I was like, okay, if I distract them, they won't be able to notice that the L is missing. Like, if I just talk to them. Sean is really giving me props on this. Um, they won't be able to notice because, like, their attention will be split, like, so then I started talking wow, to you cried I, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I want you to point out, you went through a different line. Oh, I went to a different line. So she first went through the one, and then she was so sneaky, she got out and yes. went back into a different no. line yes. of another person. And I literally, I gave him the thing, I was like, oh, how are you doing? How's your morning? Blah, blah, <laughs> And he didn't you were notice. You sweating. I was, yes. And he didn't notice, and then I just, like, went through, and then I went back wow. and was fine, and then I got my license changed, like, the day I got back, but. Wow. It was intense. You tricked I'm a him. criminal now, apparently. <laughs> but it's not a crime, because it was my real license. I don't condone crime. <laughs> really? I thought you condoned crime. She doesn't I condone always, crimes. I That's don't condone crimes. Well, thank you, Amy. Crimes. That was Amy's current crisis. <laughs> good to know, There's Amy. a lot more where that came from. <laughs> always. <laughs> So stay tuned for the next one. Woo! Yeah. Should we say that again? Stay right, tuned guys. for the next one. <laughs> stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you want to see the next episode, you got to go to Patreon, become a patron, and you'll see the next episode. You'll also see the next YouTube episode one week early. Ooh. And on top of that, you get a bunch of other content that is only on Patreon. And on top of that, you get to support your faves. So the cause. So thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. We will see, no, you'll see us in the next episode. We'll read us in the next issue. All right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Cimarelli podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat.